Hello, hello everyone. This is Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. And today is Fight Talk Thursdays. Now, today, I'm going to be specifically talking about boxing. And two boxing uh, events specifically. The first one, Deontay Wilder. uh, He actually signs a deal with the British network called Sky Sports, which is going to air the uh, the fight on in the UK. Uh, again, it's going to be the fight's going to be May 18th against the former champion uh, Dominic Brazil. Now, this is interesting because uh, UK, the UK has become uh, a staple in boxing when the uh, heavyweight division no longer when the, back in the early 2000s. Okay, boxing was not as relevant in the American uh, sports, Be- and only and only because, as much as as Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao and all these great champions were around, what really made boxing great was the heavyweight division. And Deontay Wilder, what he does is he brings that that essence, that love for the game, being a being a heavyweight, and so for him to tried to not only reach the American market, since he's an American, but to reach out to the uh, European market, I believe is a great move so he can get some fans in Europe because he's got punching power. That, the one of the reasons why Europe is such a bedrock for boxers is not just because of the great boxers that are in there in other weight classes, but because of the great boxers in the heavyweight division that, that they've had over the few years. Anthony Joshua, to name one of the more recent ones. Tyson Fury, to name one of the more recent ones. So I believe that this deal with uh, BK Sports definitely can bring more visibility to, to Deontay Wilder since even in America, they don't give him necessarily the, the light, the shine that they should give Deontay Wilder, who is the WBC defending champion of the world. And that's a fact. Yes, at the end of the day, yes, at, at the end of the day, you could say, well, he lost 11 rounds. Well, you know what? He knocked him on the canvas and they, and they said it was a draw. So he is still the champion. That is a fact. That is not an opinion. I know the boxing community, they can, they can say a lot of people, a lot of boxing fans and a lot, look, let me tell you something. Boxing fans are legit. They're smart. They're knowledgeable about the game, and they should be respected. But at the end of the day, it was given a draw, and it was given a draw because Tyson Fury almost did not get back up. And if the ref had counted, and some people argue about the count, um, I'm not one of those people, but I will say that it looked like he was down. It looked like he was down and out. And for Tyson Fury to come back after Two shots from Deontay Wilder, you know, and Deontay Wilder's got the heaviest hands in the boxing world, period, right now. For him to get up from that is definitely remarkable, Um, and it's really interesting to see how the fight will weigh in the future. Hopefully, Tyson and Deontay will fight soon, even though uh, Tyson has signed with ESPN. I wonder how they're going to move with that when it comes to Deontay's with Showtime and Tyson's with with uh, ESPN. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. But I'm picking Deontay Wilder to beat Dominic Brazil. And uh, if anyone who's into boxing, check it out. Deontay is someone who you want to see. 
you might be bored for like the first five, six, seven rounds, but then it's going to be lights, camera, action. He's going to be coming because he waits. That's the thing people have to realize. Like Deontay, yes, he swings and he has like this awkward stance and he's just, he's skinny. He's his, I mean, he was like 207 as a heavyweight. 207, 212 as a heavyweight. Against Tyson Fury, he was like 260. And so, you know, he's he's long, he's skinny, he looks like a basketball player. So people don't necessarily respect his boxing skills, but he's patient. He waits. He waits for you. Because here's the thing. Deontay is okay with people outboxing him. Deontay is perfectly fine with him. He's perfectly fine with anybody outboxing him. Because he only needs 30 seconds. You can win the entire fight. Think that you're dominating. Let your hands go. And then you're finished. You're done. Okay? 30 seconds, you're on the ground, and you don't know where you're at. That's what Deontay Wilder does. And so I'm picking him to win that fight. It's definitely going to be an interesting one. I can't wait till he fights Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. The heavyweight division is back. And it's back in America. And I can't wait to see these fights. Especially, and also, Jarrell Miller. Don't want to, he's also a great champion. I do not want to exclude him. He's definitely somebody who is worthy to watch. He actually is fighting Anthony Joshua this year. I want to see how Jarrell Miller does with him. I, I am still picking Anthony Joshua. And, it's unf- and, and the only reason why I'm doing that is because I have to see somebody beat Anthony Joshua for me to pick against him, okay? Anthony Joshua is just that dude right now. He's just that dude. And Jarrell Miller's been talking a lot of trash, and he's been taking Anthony Joshua a little bit out of his game. Now, it could be a mental nod for Jarrell Miller, but if Anthony Joshua uses that against him and makes it even, and then totally destroys him, who knows? We're going to find out this year. Um... The next topic I want to talk about is uh, Vasily Lomachenko, and he's fighting Anthony Crayola, uh, and uh, Crayola or something like that. But um, when I uh, when I look at the guys who he lost to, he lost to L- L- Jorge Linares twice. Jorge Linares got beat by Vasily Lomachenko this year or last year. He got beat, shot to the liver. Shot to the liver and he was out. Now, granted, Jorge fought better than Nicholas Walters. He bought he fought better than J- Jason Sosa, who and he fought better than um uh Rigandale. Rigando. Rigando Guillermo. Guillermo Rigando. Yes. That's how you pronounce his name. He fought better than all those guys. All those guys quit. Jason, he fought, his corner told him to stop. Okay. Uh Nicholas Walters. He totally stopped. He stopped the fight, and he hasn't fought since 2016. Vasily Vizil- Lomachenko put him in retirement. Miguel Moraga from Colombia, the Colombian boxer, okay? He ain't fought since 2017. Loma put them hands on him, and he, he vacationing somewhere. Hey, look. Hey, look. Ain't nothing wrong with retirement. If you're facing one of the greatest champions of all time, and he gets you, and you're like, all right, that's it, I'm done. Hey, look, I get it. It's about health. Boxing is dangerous. But I, I and it, but it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. It's a sport. But it's, it is dangerous. So if, you, if, a, if a boxer 
believes that he's been hurt and it could affect his long-term health. Who cares if the fans think he's a chump because he hasn't fought anymore? This is about life, okay? This is about... This is really about preserving life for your family, okay? There should be no money more important than your family. At the cost of... I mean, people people will spend their whole life making millions to, to spend that money to, to, to preserve their life towards the end of their life. You know what I mean? And that's not what I want. That's that's the thing that boxers have to worry about. So if, if that's the case for Nicholas Walters or Moraga, then that's perfectly fine. I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, a fighter... Two boxers, two fighters, they put themselves on the line, okay? They put their lives at risk for the sport and for the, the fans, for the entertainment. Because the, because the sport would not exist without the fans. The, the support, the money comes from the people. And so that's the thing. They do it for the sport and for the people. And so I, I believe that at the end of the day, they put their lives on the line they fight it out, but there's only a certain amount of time, but they can do it. And this actually makes me wonder about the UFC. Because everyone knows about boxing health. No one truly knows everything about UFC health. There have been years and years and years of study based on the health of boxing and what it does to the brain. We see a history. We see a history of what it does to athletes, the, the, dam- the damage control, the brain damage. But what about UFC, where they're not fighting eight-ounce gloves. They're fighting in three-ounce gloves. And they're kicking, and they're kneeing, and they're elbowing you. It's a lot more dangerous in the UFC than boxing. And I wonder, just like boxing took a hit by some of this health regulations and people who believe that's too violent. What will happen with the UFC? Will people say, hey, the UFC is dangerous because it's a gladiator sport? What I would say to that is at the end of the day, whether you're playing football, basketball, rugby, boxing, UFC, lacrosse, NASCAR driving, you have the chance to being hurt, to being injured. Okay, players have broken their legs playing basketball. Paul George, the brother from Louisville. Okay, to name a few. Okay, uh, the you know when it comes to NASCAR, people have been killed. Okay, when it comes to boxing, you know the brain damage. Been a UFC guy that that got killed in the in the cage. He was a friend of Conor McGregor's. Uh, Daryl Stringer, he was paralyzed. Uh, because he was hit back in the 70s against the Oakland Raiders. So, for me, when I look at it, yes, sports are enjoyable. Sports are fun. But you have to have ramifications, health ramifications for these athletes. But also, here's the thing people have to realize. When people love the game, people know. People know about what the sport can bring them. Okay, the, the, the sports that these athletes play can give their families wealth, can give their families a chance, a second chance 
of opportunities that they would not have gotten if it weren't for the sports that they had played. Of course, uh, there's other opportunities. Matter of fact, those same dollars that these athletes can use, can they can invest in their children to, pr- to help them with their dreams, to, in- to extend in their family, okay? So yes, um, we need health. We need protection for these athletes, but we also need protection. We need financial literacy to teach these, these young athletes, these older athletes, how to manage money, how to make generational wealth, how to make things where people can be successful. And that's really what sports, that's a part of what sports is about. Part, the reason why people play sports, a part of it is because not just for the love of the game, but for the, the, the stability of it, the cash of it, okay? Ain't no NFL player out there just playing football for free unless you're a quarterback. You could, you're, you, could be a, you could be a Brett Favre and throw a touchdown in the playground like he did with the Haynes commercials back in the day. But if you're a running back, you ain't going to play tackle football out in the, in the, in the playground because you get hurt. You got three years. So, at the end of the day, boxing is dangerous. I get that. But boxing is a great sport. And they've taken the necessary ramifications to end, to not, to not necessarily end, but to help prevent issues. If you see some of these fights, when, when, when boxers do not, when boxers do not, strike back, like if a boxer's just overpowering them and they're just punching them, the ref will stop it. The ref will, will not, it'll probably be like five to six punches at the most. You know what I'm saying? Where it just five or six un, un, uh, undefensible. Like if he's not defending himself and he's getting hit six or seven times in the face, okay, they're going to stop the fight depending on how the fight's going because the because of the protection of the player, okay? That's what matters. Because at the end of the day, you only got one life. And that's and that life is valuable, okay? Sport is just a part of it. Sport is fun, and sport is entertaining, but sports are necessary for, for entertainment and is necessary for people's prosperity. It's a part of people's prosperity the game of sports. That's why. That's one of the reasons why we love it. That's one of the reasons why we have our kids play these games, so that one day they could be potentially somebody in sports, a la LeVar Ball, a la a regular dad who sees his, who signs up his kid to play AAU, a la. But you know what else sports is? You know what? And this is the thing: boxing. The, the crazy thing about boxing is that boxing is a place where you can help get rid of a, ch- a child's anger. Where, he, where if he's angry about something, put, g- give him some boxing gloves. Let him punch it out. That way he doesn't do anything crazy. Maybe those boxing gloves that you put on, on a young man or a young woman helps them get off from the wrong path, you know, depending on where they're, where they're at. You know, that's why sports are great. Sports can, t- can teach, boxing, sports in general, can teach you about teamwork, can teach you rules and ethics and morals, 
okay? These are the things that sports do. These are some of the things that boxing does. And this is one of the reasons why I love the sport. So I kind of rambled on here a little bit. But uh, this is uh, Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. Y'all have a good one.